On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Chris. And in the same house as me is my wife, my partner, Lissa. Oh, hopefully I'm being recorded this time. I believe you are being recorded. And if you're not, who cares? Because the star of the show clearly is me. So we don't really care if you're recorded, do we? No, okay. I don't. Hey, you. Well, <laughs> I just said lies. You are the star of the show. We need to make sure that you're recorded. I had a gaffe last episode, but that shan't happen again. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to, like I said, yet another edition of our podcast. What Wait, edition? Yet another. <laughs> okay. What did you think I said? No, I wanted you to say it yet again. Yet. Uh, yet another. Yet another edition uh-huh. of our podcast. Uh, today is a very special edition of our podcast, actually. Why? It, it's not. We're talking about Liz's hygiene. Um, and Uh, it's kind of a disgusting topic. I'd rather not be talking about it because I think that people, you know, you posted something on our Facebook page regarding your hygiene as one of your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And the amount of people that it actually hit home to was disgusting. (laughs) So I'm going to let you start and and discuss your goal. And then I'm going to chime in. Okay. I posted a photo of me after I put deodorant on for the first time in a really long time. And I said, Chris, take a photo of me. And you did. And that's the photo I I took. Um, I'm sorry. That's a photo we're talking about. So I, you know, last year I got out of like normal work hygiene habits. And, you know, I'm not talking about taking a shower. I take a shower. I take showers quite regularly, if not more Uh, actually now that I'm fine regularly, please. (sighs) Once a, every one and a half days. Anyway, Less. but the I like issue, yoga, but that's a <laughs> the other <laughs> the it's the auxiliary hygiene. Like I never fix my hair anymore. I don't curl my hair. I don't straighten my hair. I go to bed, put my hair up, wear it pretty much like the same way all day. Or if I do put it down, I'll put it in a low ponytail, put it in a low bun. I don't brush it. I don't brush my hair anymore. I don't put wear deodorant because I first off I don't smell that bad and like it's tolerable like have you ever passed me except for like after working out maybe and you're like oh she smells like bo not really no okay see I don't smell that much but I was like you know what I need to start getting back into regular um uh I was like I was like I was trying to get the name for deodorant I'm like armpit glaze deodorant Armpit uh, glaze. Okay, I couldn't cool. think of it. So Got I was it. like, what's that called again? Mm. So I actually didn't wear deodorant, but every couple, every other day anyway, when I was working. So that's like not, it's not the most um, obvious, but even so like I would, I've gone weeks, if not months without wearing deodorant while I've been home. The other thing is washing my hair. So I 
while I was pregnant, I had the most beautiful lust, lustrous, if that's a word, lustrative, I don't know what the word is, but hair. And I didn't have to wash my hair, but once a week and it would not get greasy. So now that I'm no longer carrying Chris's seed, my hair now gets greasy. And, but I was going a pretty long time beyond pregnancy or beyond delivery without brushing, or sorry, without washing my hair. So I started washing my hair again once every couple of days instead of once a week. And I also got um, dry shampoo, which I used, used to use when I worked, when I went without washings. And I'm going to start using that more now. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, like those are the big ones. Oh yeah. Sorry. Clothes. So, you know, at the beginning of the, uh, us being quarantined in March, I would wake up every day. I'd put on a new outfit and, you know, that was before having a baby. And this, this is a thing where it's like my maternity leave and quarantine has kind of bled, bled in with each other. And when you're in, when you're in maternity leave or when you're, when you're on leave, Mm -hmm. it's like just taking a shower during the day was a hard enough task or, you know, like you're just surviving for the first couple of months and that those bad habits, I don't want to say bad, I guess those, I don't know, reversion of habits, bad habits is fine. Um, it, it went, it just kept on going because I didn't have an, I didn't, there was no need to go out. There was no need to brush my hair. There was no need to change my outfit. It's like, but I, you know, even during the worst of the, of maternity leave, I knew that for my own mental health that I needed to change my clothes. I needed to take a shower. I needed to, you know, maybe put on makeup or try to fix my hair once in a while. Um, but it's been harder because I haven't gone out and I don't have a reason to. And it's, it is interesting how, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but you know, even the simple thing, like something simple is wearing heels. And I consider that kind of hygiene too, like just kind of dressing up once in a while, once a week, whatever it is. Um, I putting don't on a consider pair. that hygiene actually. I, 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 I lump it all together because I, like I said, pre COVID hygiene, maybe that's not the right word for well, it. Here's but the definition for hygiene, hygiene conditions or practices conducive to maintaining health and preventing yes. these. Yes, and this especially wearing, through cleanliness. So heels does not wearing he, wearing heels. So maybe I should have named this more pre-COVID maintenance. There you go. Um, yep. Oh, and that's another thing. Like, I, gosh, I forgot about all this. Like, I haven't had my hair cut since September 2019. I haven't had. Um, I you know I dyed my hair dark this year because I couldn't maintain the blonde, and I didn't want to go in to get my hair cut. I didn't want to go in to get my hair highlighted for a number of reasons. One. I'm not going into DC anymore. So this has changed, you know, the, my entire lifestyle. I, my hairstylists are in DC. They're the only people I trust. And honestly, at this point, after the summertime um, and some of the uh, break-ins and um, uh, destruct, damage, destruction of some uh, buildings downtown, I know that one of the one of the places I used to get my hair done um, suffered from a couple of. Uh, uh, looters. I don't know if that's what you call them, but, um, people who are just up to no good and deciding to damage some fucking stores. So Mm -hmm. that, 
you know, I, I just don't have, and I don't have the time. I don't have like three hours or four hours to go get my hair highlighted. <laughs> like, and I don't want to, I don't want to go say, well, why would you like, what's it's a the number point? of things. Again, it, it goes back to the maternity and quarantine, just like bleeding in together. And if I was working in DC with a baby, like if I was in DC and I, you know, she was in daycare, I would have time to go get my hair done. Um, so it's like a combination of the two that they, they've just both of the, the combination of the two, they've just gone on for so long that, you know, now, now with quarantine, it's like, I don't, you know, I'm not leaving the baby for four hours, if not more to go drive to DC to get my hair done. And I'm not going to do it because I don't want to sit in a chair for four hours with my mask on next to other people. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's the combination of the two. And, um, yeah. So back to the heel situation. Yeah. I I consider that maintenance and hygiene because there was a period, I mean, every single day I would be wearing a dress and heels and when, and that's like, I, I feel really good when I'm wearing clothes like that. And I have no reason to wear it now. And I certainly will not wear heels walking up and down the steps with the baby. So my daily uniform is, you know, I, I, like I said before, before the baby, I tried to dress up in like jeans and a sweater or whatever. And after the baby, now that I'm, you know, crawling on the ground with her and running, chasing after her, I can't wear any restrictive (laughs) clothing. So it's like, it's leggings. And the problem with leggings is leggings. I can work out in them. This is the problem. I can work out in them. I can go to bed in the same leggings I wore during the day. And then I can wake up and wear the same leggings the next day and change my shirt. Like but that's what's the problem the, with that though? The problem is that's shower. bad it's hygiene and it's gross. And that it makes me feel gross. It does not make me feel good to wear the same leggings all day and all night and the wake up and yeah, not that's... maybe not change out of them or, or change like th- just changing out of one pair of leggings to another sometimes is like the, all, all the refresh I need. But mm. I realize that again, it's these habits that I form leggings, just plain leggings are not good for me to work to, to, they, they don't feel dressy enough for me. Mm-hmm. So I've, <laughs> I've moved up to jeggings. So okay. wearing jeggings during the day and I will not wear jeggings to bed. So then it's like forces me to change in out of the jeggings at the end of the day into leggings or pajamas. And the next day it's like, I had this, I had to do this when I, when I worked from home at my last job, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had to create a separation of space, a desk. I had to, I bought some work from home clothes because I knew that I could easily get into the habit of, well, let me just sit in the bed and work from here in what I'm wearing. Like go from immediate wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, and then start working in the bed with pajamas on. Like I need clear definitive lines and it's like I very I'm very I very much need um compartmentalization of my life and this quarantine is makes it more difficult to compartmentalize everything and I need very very clear this is work time this is personal time this is work at this is what you wear to work this is what you don't like this is you know there that doesn't anymore so I have to create it on my own Mm -hmm. so it's all of that all of it like I I would I understand what you're saying and I get it I just don't like if you wear and this is what I do 
if you wear, let's just say, sweatpants mm -hmm. on Monday, you take a shower Monday, you change your underwear, but wear the same sweatpants, what's the problem? Or if well, you wear jeans, or like, let's say you dress up, or not mm -hmm. dress up, but like you wear jeans and a t-shirt or, or leggings or jeggings or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you take a shower and you put the same jeggings on, but you wear a different shirt. What's the problem? Well, You're first literally off, working from home. What's I, the point of- I don't feel my best self when I get in a rut of the same old, same old. Mm -hmm. And I need to change and, and I need, you know, like- demarcations of different parts of the week, different days of the week. This is why right. I've talked to you about like on Saturdays, we're not going out, but like, let's go all the way down to the basement, that long crawl down 40,000 feet and watch a movie. Like just something that, that designates that day as something special or breaks up the monotony of the rest of the week. Cause most of, I mean, I don't, I don't know what day it is ever, <laughs> there's I think no, everybody's there's like no that, difference though. I know and that's why I need like you know again before baby we were just, I was trying to do movie Mondays and then every you know Tuesday was something else Wednesday was something else Thursday was something else or even if it was like Tuesdays are the day we wash clothes like we've I really appreciate those types of you know those those types of uh, I don't know cat categorizing certain days so they so feel it like feels, feels like a different day, a different mm -hmm. time. And, um, you know, post baby that kind of wanted to bust and we moved and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it helps me this getting back to some semblance of pre COVID maintenance, hygiene, whatever you want to call it me. And eventually I am going to go, going to go back to work and it helps with it helps with that too because you're not just ripping off the band-aid one day I'm like one week I'm wearing leggings every day for the whole week and then the next day I'm like oh shoot I actually have to wear a dress that I, I don't even know if my dresses fit me like well, I told you that that's why I dressed up for like the first nine mm -hmm. weeks going back to work because I still wanted to feel like okay this is what it feels uh, I remember this feeling yeah so eventually when I go back it's gonna not feel as foreign weird yeah, you're getting your your body and your mind used to how things used to be, and um, and I said this, but you know, I before when things were more locked down, I, you know, I wanted to do, which I totally failed. I wanted to go get coffee once a week, or I wanted to go to get flowers once a week, something that would just like have I'd have something to look forward to, you know, during the week that that I don't necessarily have now. And I say that, like, I don't know if someone would hear that and think that, you know, you and the baby are always something to look forward to, mm -hmm. but that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what you're saying. I don't think that's uh, a, an issue here. Yeah. I, I really do like routine and, um, clear separation of personal and work life mm -hmm. and that's not at all happening anymore and it's just in my attempt to try to you know attain some of that anything I can at this point right uh, so yeah, and it did like you said it 
it resonated, obviously resonated with a lot of people because they're in the same exact boat too. So, I mean, this is for me, I don't know how everyone else feels. This is the key to my mental health and sanity. There you go. Yeah. And, and I don't, and it sounds like such a frivolous thing to like put on deodorant, but when you're in the depths of like no control and no, you know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or you're, I mean, it's those small things are really important. And it's so, it's so easy to get out of those routines that prop you up for, um, and again, my own mental health and sanity. So just bringing some of that back. So how do you think you've been doing so far? I think I've been doing a great job actually. And it doesn't, you know, it helps that, that I have, you know, I've, I've have some outfits now that I, as I, I, I have jeggings, I've added jeggings to my arsenal. So I'm mm-hmm. not just walking around in leggings, which I wear as, I wear as, um, pajamas or workout clothes. So it's nice to, it's nice to have that. And I'm not, you know, I have these little flats that I got that I'm wearing around the house and that are leopard print. So it makes me feel a little bit snazzier. And the difference between females and males, it's just, it's not there. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, the clothes, you just don't have them. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the, I, I've been washing my hair more and wearing deodorant and I'm trying to think what else have I been doing? I haven't really been fixing my hair. So what I no, do is I just have not, I, no, you definitely no. You, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the shower, let it dry. And then eventually I'll put it up in whatever, I ha- whatever this is called this bun situation. Um, but that's also intentional too, because that's another thing that it's, it's difficult I, I can't wear my hair down anymore because the baby grabs onto it and it hurts. So just having that going to work and I would have fixed my hair again with a baby because yeah. the ba- I wouldn't have been around the baby or same with lipstick. This is so stupid. I look forward. Lipstick is my thing. I don't do my eye makeup. Well, I don't do, I just put on mascara. So my lipstick was always the, the way that I would like, you know, accentuate my look. Uh, and I can't wear lipstick anymore. One, because what's the point of wearing it behind a mask if I'm going out? Two, I can't wear lipstick because I can't kiss the baby. So yeah. just thinking about something like that, that there are two things that I, you know, uh, something that I, I speaking of the baby. Yeah. I think the baby is up. Let's pause this. And we're back. Sorry about that. The baby was sleeping and she woke up. And so now she's part of the podcast as well. She may say something. She may not. She may talk about your hygiene, Lisa. I don't know. <laughs> she may be like, you really need to take a bath and take yeah. a shower more often and wash your hair because I'm really sick of seeing you. Right. And she a- said, why don't you like fuck your, fe- uh, fuck your heels, worry about deodorant more. How about that? <laughs> that affects me, not your heels. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty, that's pretty much it. I think I've listed everything. And like I said, obviously... Um, I don't know where we really left off, but I'll just say once yeah, again, yeah, lipstick, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I know that people feel this way too. And it's easy when you don't leave your house, you're not seeing anyone and all of that, that, you know, 
Sorry, I'm, I just got distracted by. I'm about to say it's so clear that you're distracted by something. You're just, just rambling. Like, these two pigeons that are out on our uh, steps outside that are just these little fat pigeons that are facing this house. I'm about to get. I'm about to call the police on. Them. Are they black pigeons? Yeah. No, no. See, yep, call the cops. <laughs> All the cops. Uh, so I do you feel you don't feel this way at all? You don't feel like you're, you know, I'm what? You're out of sorts and not in routines that I mean, like you just kind of I feel like this doesn't you don't really get this. this no, I under, of course I understand it. I get it. I understand why you feel as though you're not yourself because you're not doing the things you've been accustomed to do mm-hmm. your entire adult life. Uh, of course I get it. I just don't operate like that. I know that we're in the same boat as everybody else in this entire planet, or at least. And it's not that great of a sacrifice or clearly not. It's not tied. a sacrifice. It's not whatever. Tied. Yeah. But it's not also not something that you struggled with before and tied to your health and sanity, but yeah, yours not- is working out. That's, that's exactly right. You would, if you couldn't work out this, so consider that this is my working out. You know what I mean? So no, it's not because I would not have a goal, me working out because that is such a fabric of my being and my life that I have to do it. You got ahead of that. When everything went down, you're like, no matter what happens, I need to work out. I need an hour of the day to work out. Yep. And this is the same thing. It's carving out, carving out something that I need in order to feel normal. And like good. I said, I, I completely understand what's going on. I, I understand why you feel that way and why you want to, you know, do something to make sure that you don't get in ruts and feel bad about yourself or just feel as though your hygiene is slipping. I get it. Um, but, and this is not a, a boast on hygiene, but I, I, I take showers every day and <laughs> I take care of myself. So I really don't have, I don't feel a certain way. Like, uh, you know, something's going on here and I need to change stuff. And you would tell me like, dude, you stink if that's the situation. And I would tell myself, dude, you stink. Like I feel bad when I make food like that requires onions, my shirt and everything smells. I'm not wearing that shirt until I wash it. Like, even if it's a pajama shirt, it's gone. Every I'd wear, is gone. I'd wear that shirt for a week. Yeah, you would rock that shirt. And then it's like, do you have BO or did you just cook with onions? I don't know what's what. But I, yeah, I don't play with that stuff. If there's a smell, it's like, nah, that's really gross. Bathe yourself, wash yourself. Shit, that's why we're in the situation we are right now because people don't have to take care of themselves. <laughs> so, I mean, what the hell? Um, okay, well, we can move on since we've exhausted this subject. Well, what are we moving on to? I thought that was, uh, was our topic. That is, that is, that is, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Unless the baby would like to say anything. No, but I do want to, again, ask you to help you out with your goal. What are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for being able to continuously work on my goals today. Because I'm in the process of working on goals. What about yourself? I'm- well, this isn't to help me. It's to help you. So do I, I don't need to share. Well, do I? You can share what you're oh. grateful for. Good Lord. I mean, I can, but it's not about me is what I'm trying to say. Okay, great. What? I am grateful for all of the wildlife around our house. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Really cool. 
Yeah, it is cool. Cardinals yeah. and blue jays and woodpeckers and these pigeons that are still sitting out on our and copperheads. <laughs> I yes, I did, and, did run into a copperhead. Hey, you know how hold September. on, you know, you know family guy they had the black dolphins. Yeah. So we need the black pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Um, okay, now we've come to our segment. Our brand yeah, new segment. Chris wants to, oh, okay. I, I have now said that, you know, like traditional podcasts, they always have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And sometimes we have a beginning and we have a middle end. Like it just goes until we're like, we're just about to do it. Oh, no, we're done. We're going. Bye. We're okay, see ya. So now, I'm okay with continuing to be yeah, like that. No, I'm into beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be our ending segment called The Hill You Will Die On. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows what that is. Like, you know, you're fighting a battle and someone will ask you, is this really the hill you want to die on? Like, is this the one you really want to go all out on? You'll, you'll argue to the death. Well, this is our segment. And now mm. it's time for us to talk about the hill that we would die on. Now, the name will change once we come up with something more creative, TM, but we don't have anything right now. <laughs> so it's just the hill you'll die on. Um, Lissa was struggling trying to figure out one. And well, I'm just ahead. not, I just, I, I don't want to add anything new into my life. So this is the idea of this is like, like painful for me to be anything honest with you. new to your life? Yeah, I, I oh don't. Oh my gosh. It's so painful <laughs> to, I mean, I can think of probably five things that you will say, nope, this was this, then blah, 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 blah. And okay. Like well, like opinion. I said, your, you, whatever you say might inspire me to come up with something creative. Cause right now I've got nothing. Well, mine's not creative. Mine's just something that is a hill I'll die on. I don't understand um, what else I need to say about that. Okay, well then go ahead, share. What's your hill to die, hill to die on? Okay. So the hill in this week's episode of the hill I'll die on <laughs> is that Abraham Lincoln, Vampire uh-huh. Hunter, was a good really good movie <laughs> yeah and a I mean, really good premise that's not at all i don't i don't think that's a hill to die on yes it is because people think it's the <laughs> dumbest thing in the world they did such a good job of wrapping history around this story like see baby knows the plot around it and everything uh-huh. was so good yeah see that's interesting that you brought that up because i still can't think of something well, let me explain a little bit about the movie mm-hmm. real fast. I, you know, obviously, I'm not going to get too much into it for those who really want to see it. But um, the movie Spoiler did come out. Spoiler alert. Yeah, the movie did come out in 2012. So you're looking at close to 10 years here. So get on it if you want to see it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously, is Abraham Lincoln fighting some vampires. But, you know, the vampires are also in the Confederate Army and all this other type of stuff. And I little did I know, and I, I love the way they tied this and at the end was, you know, at the end, he's fought off like Confederate vampires and then they, they've gone away, right? <laughs> they've, shut up. They've gone to, I forget where they went. Um, they fled like the country. somewhere in the South or something. They fled the, no, no, they fled the country. And the guy who was helping him, who actually was like a vampire that was helping kill all the bad vampires, came to Lincoln and said, Actually, he came to Lincoln and tell me if this date sounds familiar to you. April 14th, 
1865. Yeah, I remember having her and people were saying that it was Lincoln's death day. It it wasn't though. So it it wasn't at all. So on April 14th, the guy who was helping Lincoln wanted to turn Lincoln into a vampire so he could become immortal, immortal anyway, and continue to fight vampires. And Lincoln declined, of course. And the next day he was assassinated. (laughs) Was he assassinated by a Confederate vampire that stuck around? We don't know. But we do know that they tied history up like that. And I love that. And it was really, really cool. I'm a history buff, American history buff. That's just fun to me. I love vampires. I love American history. And I'm really intrigued by the Civil War. So what's there not to like? If he would have just become a vampire... We'd still be here today. I have something. I just realized it. What? I don't know why I thought of it, but this is my hill that I will die on. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the British people and Australian pe- actors who keep on playing American parts, their American accents suck. So I'm looking at you, Nicole Kidman. Oh, her accent's awful. Like, we're just pretending like all these British Australian people actors have like credible american accents you don't you don't well, and i just yeah people just assume it's like oh it's american accent it's like no your no, your accent's outside. coming through mm-hmm. and i will walk into a room and we're watching a show chris is like oh i really like this show what was that one that last show with the black guy who's a lawyer it was like 50 cent oh it's an awful show i thought Actually, you liked people, it people really like no it didn't i watched two episodes and i stopped Okay, well, I walked in when you were watching it, and I was like, that guy is British. Yeah. Nope. And lo and behold, he was. I can spot a British. For life. Uh, it's called for life, I, I think. I can spot your fake American accent from a mile away. Well, and if ho- Hollywood wanted to, wanted to hire me for accent spotting and wig spotting and plastic surgery spotting, I would be a really good asset i'm just yeah because they would need that for what (laughs) historical films oh my god it is funny though because what they try to do is like if you've got a british person and they're playing american person they give them a southern accent like that's gonna fly well yeah anyway so you don't really you can't really tell like what's going on with them talking but australians australian accent and southern accents can there are a lot of similarities but but like but who's that guy who played Martin Luther King? Oh God, he was bad. Can can <laughs> he was bad in it? Yeah. I just and I watched Little Women, the um, what's Greta Gerwig version of it, which I love. Little Women story. I love every single movie that has been put out, and I love that movie. But every single person in who's playing the sisters, all the sisters, every actress is either Irish, Australian, British, and this is like an American classic. Like you would not have this, you would not have a British classic played by Americans except right. for uh, Bridget Jones. But I could tell that all of their accents were off. Yeah, the movie I, you're and speaking I, of, I knew by the they way, weren't Americans. Okay. <laughs> and his name was never... David Oyelowo, and he's British, like, of course. I, I, just to, I hear you. I, I'm with you a thousand percent. I, I hate, I hate listening to or watching a show and it's like, you're British. And, and, and 
you know, they have a, one of the shows that I really, really uh, like. And I'm, of course, blanking on the name of the show. Is oh it Sons God. of Anarchy? Because when you were watching no, Sons that of show, Anarchy was, was another thing that I was walked like, in and I was like, that guy's accent is so bad. He has to be British. The main guy, blonde guy. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm. I can't believe I blanked out. Yeah, that was a uh, Jax, whatever yeah. his name is in real life. Um, Snowfall, the black dude. They give him an LA accent, and it's like, um, you give him an LA accent because what? And it's because he's not American. Um, what is he though? Uh, he's a British actor. Never mind. Just look that up. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's very simple. That's that's the hill you'll die on. That's it, and I will fight you. Oh, I'm I'm with you. I'll fight you with a uh, a vampire, <laughs> mine, or a, a steak, not like tasty steak, but like. I I got you, Chris. Okay. I got you. Um. All right. I believe that's now. That's the end of the show. Are we done, baby? Yeah. Yeah. She's got to go to her grub pub. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. She got to go to her job. Make some money. Yeah. You ain't getting stimulus money, so there you go. Um, breaking news, Phil Spector died, by the way. Oh, no. Now he that's the some, end of our show. Yeah. He, oh, I, I'm like, I know I really like a song that he, he's a producer, right? But he had some yeah, weird, yeah. he has some criminal stuff. Big Phil Spector fan we got here. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> what the hell is Oh god. Okay, we're, we're done COVID, here. COVID okay. related complications. We're done here. We're done. I'm holding her my arm my wrist hurts. So let's All right. <laughs> so thanks guys for listening. Give us one star on iTunes or wherever you find your uh, podcast and we'll talk to you later. Have a great week. Blessed. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.